0: This is the Philadelphia City Cast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. All right. Welcome, Philadelphia City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein. Happy Friday, y'all. Recording this April 22nd, Friday morning. We got a lot to get to. 76ers now up 3 0, as we all know. Looking to close this thing out Saturday, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Weird start. Weird and random start because we got a full full slate of NBA games on Saturday. The Sixers kick things off and then uh, you know we got games at 4.30, 7 p.m., 10 p.m. Eastern time. Games later tonight. So we got a lot to get into. Will Hill, host of the New York City cast, he'll be joining me for this episode. We'll preview all of the games, Friday night and Saturday. Uh, we'll give you our picks and, and predictions on All of them will give you our picks and predictions on how we see the rest of uh, the first round of the NBA playoffs playing out. We'll talk Sixers, of course. We'll talk Nets. Uh, All the biggest storylines. Man, Minnesota, an epic collapse on Thursday night. What, a 26-point lead? Cat Cat is uh, unfortunately building a negative narrative right now in this series with how he's played in a couple of key games. So, We'll talk all things hoops with Will Hill, uh, giving you our best bets over the next couple of days on the hardwood. Uh, We'll wrap up the conversation with some baseball talk. The Phillies are back in action against the Milwaukee Brewers on Friday night uh, as they start the series against Milwaukee at home in Philadelphia throughout the weekend, some home cooking. Hopefully that can can do the Phillies some good. It would be nice to see them. Take two or three at least in this series against Milwaukee. You look at the odds real quick for this matchup Friday night for the Phil's, minus 122 for the Phillies at Bet Rivers, plus 104 for Milwaukee. The run line, the Brewers are getting plus one and a half, priced at minus 210. The Phillies, minus one and a half, priced at 165. Total runs set at eight, minus 105 for the over, minus 114 for the under. Uh, updated odds for the 76ers game four matchup in Toronto. 76ers, the three-point road favorite, still minus 143 on the money line for Philly, plus 120 for Toronto. The total has stayed put at 213.5. So a lot to get to here. Let's get right into it. Will Hill joins me. We'll have some fun. All right, let's get into it. Will Hill, Ryan Rothstein here. Uh Will of course hosted the New York City Cast. I got you for the Philadelphia City Cast. A Friday morning here and we got plenty to to discuss whether it's recapping on uh, uh, some of the NBA playoff games, we'll look ahead to the weekend for all the playoff games, some baseball talk of course and uh whatever other shenanigans we stumble across. So let's get into it, Will. Yeah, um uh as someone with a Sixers ticket,
1: I'm worried here because basically, according to Sixers Twitter, they're like going to the finals, man. They are uh, they are fired up in Philadelphia. I don't blame them. The Philly Philly looks good. They've hit every three, which is really uh, the most surprising development. they're just they're basically shooting, you know, 50% from three. But fun time of year. We got basketball. Baseball's back. Draft is somehow less than a week away. Usually. Uh, I have a lot more draft bets this time of the year. I don't know. just kind of snuck up on me. I don't know how you feel, but it snuck up on me. I feel like there's not as much available. Uh, I think these teams having multiple picks kind of throws a monkey wrench into it, too, because, you know, say for the Jets example, we know they're going to pick a receiver, but they got two picks. Are they going to pick them first? Or are they going to pick them in their second pick? So uh, a lot to
0: get into. Let's do it. Yeah, let's let's absolutely get into it. I've been – yeah, you're right with the draft. Like, I'm I'm not as – I feel like in tune as I have been in past years with the draft, that maybe it's because of the Sixers' run, not run, but just I'm in mean, the playoffs and the excitement around them. I'm not sure. But, uh,
1: well, it's a lot you know, of linemen. It's not, you know, there's no great quarterbacks. There's a bunch of good receivers, but I think that the lack of quarterbacks, you know, quarterbacks really make the draft. You know, you're looking for that next whatever, Peyton Manning, Mahomes, Brady. You're looking for the next star. That's, what a lot of at least common fans, I mean, there's the draft nerds that love like, you know, the right guard for whatever team, but mostly it's the quarterbacks and we just don't have the quarterbacks. Well, you know, some of these teams are going to talk themselves and them. maybe they have the quarterbacks, but I think that's probably killing a little bit of the juice, a little bit of the buzz for the
0: draft. Yeah, I would agree. I think that's a fair point. There's no big name. Like how many times am I going to hear about Kenny Pickett? No offense to Kenny Pickett, <laughs> but He's I a big just...
1: listener to the show too. He's probably upset. He Listen,
0: yeah, I'm sorry. Ken. Yeah, I'm sorry, Ken text me text me Pickett. we'll uh we'll straighten things out all right so let's uh he's got his hands are too small yeah.
1: he pro- you'll probably get a bunch of typos in the text because he's got those small hands
0: i know yeah i heard he he basically has to use a tablet and just type with both right you know, both index fingers pointer fingers <laughs> um all right let's uh let's get to some nba talk here man where do you want to start? I mean, we can get into some updated odds in the futures market. Do you want to give me your thoughts on both the Nets and the Sixers? No, I'm going to put you on the spot right away. It's the six, okay. Sixers in the Heat second round. It's basically set in stone.
1: Uh, yeah. What is what is the price going to be for that series? Good
0: question. I would say, you know, if the Sixers sweep, which is what we're, I think, both assuming here, I think it's a relatively safe assumption. Um, I would say the Sixers will probably be like plus 150 to win the series.
1: Yeah, I was thinking Heat
0: minus 150, Sixers plus
1: like 130. You probably figure they have the Heat a little bit over the Sixers plus home court, so maybe, yeah. you know, so what, Heat minus 170? That might be a little high, man. I would really like the Sixers in that. I think it's going to be a tough series. I think I'm worried about people uh, jumping back on the Sixers bandwagon. You know, it's funny. They got they trade for Embiid. They look really good the first three or four games. Everyone's on the bandwagon. Everyone's off the bandwagon at the end of the year, and that's when they start to play well. So I'm worried people jumping back on, but boy, I I kind of think they're gonna beat Miami. I think that's a pretty good matchup. You know, Miami likes to play a half court game. Uh, that suits Philly. Harden's you know pass the ball well. I think getting Harden rest here for uh, a few games. If you can get Atlanta to win a few games, especially. Uh, resting hard in all this stuff. I think it adds up to, look, it'll be a long series. It's not going to be easy. But I kind of think Philly's going to beat them.
0: I've been – I don't know what to make of the 76ers, Will, because after the first two games, like I've been watching this team, obviously, all season long. They are not a shooting team. They're not a shooting team, okay? They cannot shoot the three. So after the first two games, they shoot 50% in game one. They shoot 48% in game two. I'm talking about from three. I'm like, well, what the hell is going to happen here in Toronto in games three and four? Then game three comes. You're down by 17 points. You turn the ball over 22 times, 10 times in the first quarter, and you somehow still win that game. Like I haven't seen a gutsy playoff win like that from the from a Sixers team in a long time so now I'm saying all right man I, I don't know like they just flipped the switch here I, I don't know what I'm getting at with that but I'm just fearful I'm just fearful like doom is looming with this team I guess is my point maybe that's just my Philly you know my Philly blood in me a little bit but your thoughts
1: now if, if Philly sweeps and Miami sweeps they don't wait for the other series right they just start right away Uh no they do wait they would wait they would wait what yeah. a week? Because I know the conference finals you have certain dates where you have to start the finals, they have certain dates they have to start. You think they would wait? I'm not sure about that.
0: So you're saying if the Sixers and Heat series end, they don't get extra days off? I'm pretty sure they do. Like game one of the next round is on this date, no matter I don't, what.
1: I'm not sure. That I'm not sure. Okay. Maybe we can get research on it. I'm not sure though. I, I would think they start right away. Not right away, but if they, let's just say Miami, what they play tonight, and then they play probably Sunday, and Philly play Saturday. So if they if both if both teams advance by Sunday, I would think they start by Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't I don't think they would wait another week or so. I think they would just start. I'm trying to look into it, but uh... it's hard. I don't know what you would even how you would even figure that out. But I, I do think regardless they're going to play at some point here within the next week you would think and who knows maybe Atlanta wins a game maybe Toronto wins a game and extends it but it's possible both these teams advance by Sunday and they start Tuesday or Wednesday I think it's possible
0: All right yeah well either way I'm not sure I have to we'll have to look into it a little bit um So yeah the Sixers look like they're going to sweep man and the Heat are looking good and these are two teams you and I were talking obviously before we uh you know pressed pressed the the massive red record button we have here but uh both of these teams are getting a little bit I don't want to say disrespected maybe we could say disrespected but uh overlooked and I don't know which team is is maybe getting disrespected or slighted a little bit more is it Philly or is it Miami
1: yeah Philly like I said when they traded for Harden they were a big topic of conversation and they just they didn't play well down the stretch and they were kind of off the radar so I think they're both in the same boat I think they're both kind of off the radar and Uh, look, one of them is going to be one series away from being in the conference finals. And we can get to some of these other series because uh, without Middleton, I don't know that the Bucs are a title contender. I don't know that, I can't believe I'm saying this. I don't know that they're going to beat the Bulls, which is just crazy to sit here and say, boy, if you would have told me four days ago, I would be sitting here saying, I don't know if the Bucs can beat the Bulls and I don't know that the (laughs) Suns are going to beat the Pelicans, which again is crazy. It's really opened up with these injuries. It's similar to last year where, uh, all these injuries really threw a monkey wrench into it, and it makes sort of anything possible. So uh, I, I think, you know, Boston, you probably have to favor at this point to come out of the East, but I kind of think it's going to be, boy, I think we're looking at Boston-Philly. I wouldn't count out the Nets that we can get to that series in a minute. I wouldn't count out the Nets. I do think they'll win tomorrow. Uh, I think we're quick to just count these series out when it's 2 nothing. I mean, look, if Brooklyn wins tomorrow, it's two games to one, and they have a home game for game four to tie it up. That series has been closer than 2-0 would indicate, so uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't count them out either. But I do think Milwaukee's in serious trouble without Middleton here with looks like for a month or so.
0: Man, I, I look at the Eastern Conference, and then I'll get to the, the NBA as a whole right now in the playoffs. Boston, Miami, Milwaukee, Philly, Brooklyn. That's five teams just in the East. Out West, Golden State, Phoenix. Hell, even Dallas right now, Memphis. I mean, r- right now, my point is there's at least eight teams that I could see winning the NBA championship. I can't remember the last time we've ever said that.
1: Yeah, it's definitely more wide open than usual. I would probably, well, I, I guess you could include Dallas. You didn't even include Memphis. Uh, Golden State's emergence has really been uh, a Amazing. revelation. I thought they were on their way out. They looked bad at the end of the regular season. You know, Steph was hurt. Clay didn't look like himself. Draymond missed a lot of time. They've all kind of gotten healthy. It's all come together at the right time. I would I wouldn't be shocked if man they're back into a finals or if they're winning a championship. I think they're the favorite right now at Bet Rivers. They're around what plus three fifty to win the title, something like that. So uh, plus two eighty now. Wow, it's moved a little bit. Wow, yeah. that's that's incredible. And you know what's funny, uh, the Nets. I've been saying all year, you know, five to one, six to one is not a good price on them at all. It's way too short. It made no sense. Then they got through the play and it went to 9 to 1, which was weird. Now it's all the way down to 25 to 1, 20 to 1, I think, at Bet Rivers. Um, boy, if you're looking for just a little action, the Nets at 20 to 1. I can tell you this, I've made dumber bets than that.
0: <laughs> I love that reasoning. Um, but I, I'm with you. Like now is when I'm on board for the Nets yeah. uh, in the futures market at 20 to 1. That's the updated uh, championship odds. For Brooklyn, the 76ers, they're down to nine to one. They were at twelve to one title odds before the playoffs started. Um, Memphis nine to one, Milwaukee eight to one, Miami six to one, and Boston six to one. I mean, I like all of those bets right now, pretty much. Yeah, uh,
1: Milwaukee would be tough for me because I just don't think without Middleton, uh, the rest of their bench. I mean, they're playing some guys there with you know Connaughton and Javon yeah. Carter, and, and I think even Portis is hurt. They're just. They're uh, – that's a really Yeah, they're thin, limping. Yeah, they're, that's a thin team. DiVincenzo's not in the mix. I mean, they have a Baca, but a Baca shot. Uh, that's a tough team. Now, you have Giannis. You have a chance. Maybe they'll get by the Bulls, but it's going to be hard to beat either Boston or Brooklyn without Middleton.
0: We have three games on Friday night. We have the Heat Hawks, 7 p.m. ESPN. Bucks Bulls, 8.30 p.m. ABC. Suns Pelicans, 9.30 p.m. ESPN um i I think we would both agree the miami heat get this win tonight do you want to start with that game i i like miami to cover and win
1: i'll give atlanta a game here i think atlanta gets one
0: home that they they got it
1: tonight yeah they got a good home crowd i think you know last game they were more competitive that was a tough spot for them that game one sunday where they had to play friday night and then they had to play early sunday which Look, you're in the plane. You deserve a little bit of a, a handicap. So I have no problem with them being at a disadvantage in game one. Game two, that was like a four-point game late. I, I could see them coming out. Game three, crowd behind them, big first half. Maybe you just play them in the first half because that energy can, you know, wear off, which uh, is a trend I think people are on now, where you, you take the team that's two-oh down at home for game three, and you take them in yeah. the first half. Uh, you know, I'm not. It wouldn't be a big bet. I don't even know that I'm gonna. be – Bet it at all, but I would lean towards Atlanta at least getting a game here.
0: It's interesting because it's a half point spread at Pet Rivers. So let's just call it a pick them. Um, but you look at, uh, let me just go back. Okay. It's minus 115 money line for Miami, minus 106 Atlanta, both just to win the game outright. You look at the first quarter odds Atlanta minus 140 to win the first wow. quarter money line. Yeah, they're on to so, us. Yep. They're on to us. What's it for the they're first on half? Us a little bit. Uh, first half, stand by. The total for the game, by the way, is two twenty one and a half. First half, Miami plus one thirty, Atlanta minus one thirty six.
1: Yeah, so they're on to us. They're on to they us. I would lean Spread Atlanta. Not two. a not a big bet. I would lean Atlanta, but nothing crazy.
0: Yep. Spread is uh, minus two for Atlanta in the first half. All right, Milwaukee, Chicago. 8 30 tonight like I mentioned series is tied 1-1 you mentioned like yeah maybe with the bunks bucks limping right now the Bulls can win this series outright when no one really gave them a chance the spread is three tonight Will the Bulls getting three a three-point dog at home I will take the Bulls plus the three
1: DeRozan's been incredible Vucevic looks a little better Uh, Caruso's just an animal on defense Uh, again you got Giannis you, you got the best player on the court but uh, that Bulls, you know what else, too? That Bulls crowd is going to be revitalized, thinking, you know what? It's 1-1. We have a chance. Middleton's hurt. That's going to be a crazy crowd. They haven't been in the playoffs in a while. Yeah. Uh, that That's a good you know sp- basketball town, a good sports town. I think the home crowd will be significant there. I will probably bet the Bulls here plus the three. I like the Bulls.
0: I like the Bulls plus the three. Uh, interested in the money line, too. I mean, Bulls I think plus 120.
1: Them. I think they're going to beat them.
0: Yeah. I think even if Milwaukee
1: wins that series, which I'm not sure they will, I think it's going to go seven. I don't know that Milwaukee's just going to, you know, win this in five or six. That's not going to be an easy series. That's uh, why it's hard to believe because that was like a minus. I think it was like minus 1,400 going into game one. It had to be minus, I don't know, 3,000 going into game two. And that's, you know, they lose and and they lose one of their best players. And the series just turned on its head, similar to to Phoenix in New Orleans.
0: Let's get to Phoenix and New Orleans because, man, this series is interesting. Obviously, Booker uh, out of the mix here for the next couple of games. Minus one and a half, Phoenix, right now for this game tonight as the series shifts down to New Orleans. Brandon Ingram has been he, – he looks like a mini KD. I mean, he just looks like he can do it all. I mean, if he continues to play like he's been playing, and I wouldn't bank or assume that, but if he can – Pelicans can can come out of this series, come out of this round uh, on top over this Phoenix Suns team who had, what, 60-plus wins. What, what do you think for game three and even the rest of the series, Will? I would lean Pelicans.
1: I think, you know, life on the line, I would pick the Suns to win the series. But again, boy, there's a good chance this, the Pelicans can actually win this series. I mean, they, it's not impossible. This is 3-1 New Orleans going back to Phoenix maybe you get Booker back at some point and you just hold serve at home and you know hopefully get Booker back game 6 or game 7 something like that. I kind of think New Orleans is going to beat them like you said Ingram's played great. Uh McCollum's played really well and that's they've done a nice job. Remember they were 3 and 16, 3 and 17 something like that. You know, no Zion. They've gotten off the deck, you know. They were in the 9-10 game, um, survived that, came back to beat the Clippers. Uh, they hit every shot known to man. I don't know if you watched game two against Phoenix. They were just lights out from three. I mean, they were just scoring eight, nine possessions in a row, you know, twos, threes, you name it. Uh, I kind of think New Orleans beats them tonight. I,
0: I do too. Uh, I, I wouldn't even take the Pelicans plus the one and a half, the money line Pelicans to win the game plus 104 up at Bett Rivers, the Suns minus 124 the total lowest total of uh, of the three games tonight Friday night at 216. I, I would take the pelicans plus 104. yeah uh, I
1: I would yeah I like all the home teams tonight I agree I, I don't know how big I'm gonna bet any of them the Hawks might be the yeah. one I pass on but I definitely like the bull I definitely like the Bulls I definitely like the pelicans um and Nets is tomorrow I I, I would be shocked if they fall behind three0 I don't know if want to money line them they're three and a half I think they're minus 165 on the money line something like that Minus three and a half. I think the Nets roll tomorrow, so I think some of these home teams will uh, will bounce back here.
0: Yeah, I do too. And and let's get to the games tomorrow because I do want to talk a little bit more Nets, Celtics, Dallas, Utah. I mean, my goodness, give Dallas a ton of credit. Um, two one series lead, and Luka's just on ice right now. The spread for tomorrow, uh, that's the four thirty game. Dallas and Utah. Utah's at home. Uh, Dallas, uh, excuse me, Utah's a four and a half point favorite, the total 211 and a half. How do we not take Dallas plus four and a half, thinking they have a pretty damn good shot to even just win the game outright?
1: Boy, it's hard to take Utah. I mean, the case for Utah would be their season's on the line, they're home. Now, that line does that line suggest to you that Luca's playing, or is that kind of an in between where you know, if he's playing, it's one line, if he's not, it's the other line, and we just put it in the middle. I think that's kind of in the middle because, boy, if you get Luca and you're getting four and a half, that's an obvious bet on Dallas. Um, I think that's kind of an in-between line where we don't know if he's playing yeah. or not. And maybe the fact that they're up two games to one now and they have home court again, maybe they can just say, you know what, we don't need to rush Luca back. If we were down two to one, we'd play him. Maybe we give him an extra day. So maybe they hold Luca out. Maybe that's built into the line. But again, Utah's just been shredded on defense. I mean, they go at Mitchell every play. Uh, Utah shot 31 out of 41 on two pointers last night. They shot 31 of 33 from the line, and they lost. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's hard, that's hard to do. That's really <laughs> hard to do. And you got these guys on Dallas you never heard of, just banging threes left and right. Uh, Brent Brunson's been unbelievable. That being said, ah, boy, I would lean towards Utah, but, but that team is an absolute mess. So that might be a stay away for me.
0: Listen, I, if if I'm if I'm the Mavs, I think you're on to something. You you don't rush Luka back. I think at this point you say, let's try and win this series without Luka. I mean, as soon as it gets 2-2, right, if they lose this game tomorrow, then, you know, maybe that's not even in the discussion. But if you if you find a way to go up 3-1 in this series without Luka, you know, what, what are you rushing him back for? Yeah, I mean, I, you're right.
1: No, I guess the flip side of that would be Luka comes to you and says, hey, I'm good to go. The trainers say, hey, he's good to go. He's not going to re-injure yeah. it. We got a chance to go up 3-1 and end this thing. And then, you know what, if you win it quickly, you can rest them even more. Maybe that, maybe that's – but I don't know. I, I think you might be right. I think uh, if if it's 50-50, if he's questionable, if there's any doubt at all, you say, you know what, we're up two games to one. We got our game in Utah. Uh, worst case, we get him back for game five. We're home. Let's just be careful here.
0: All right, let's go to uh, the 7-30 game Saturday, which is Boston and, and Brooklyn. And you already – mention you're you're liking brooklyn to bounce back in this series i am too i, I still think this series goes seven by the way 100 um, percent with you yeah like i am surprised at i'm not surprised they're down 2-0 brooklyn i am surprised at how much kd has struggled i mean that's sort of an obvious statement everyone's probably with me here and how well boston has played him as a team on defense
1: I've never seen him play this poorly. I've seen him play hundreds of games. I, I saw him do something I've never seen the other day. I, I, at least I don't remember. He missed two free throws in a row. which he goes to the line, you could just, you know, go get something to drink, go to the bathroom. He never misses a, <laughs> one free throw. He missed two in a row. Uh, his handle looks really bad. His handle looks really loose. You know, a lot of sort of unforced forced turnovers. Like you said, they're being very physical with him, which is why I like Brooklyn. And, and I've had a, a pretty good feel for this series. Um I thought Boston would win game two. I took the Nets plus the points in game one. I have a pretty good feel for this series, I think. I'd be shocked if Brooklyn doesn't win the game tomorrow and win it convincingly. Well, not shocked, but but pretty surprised. I think, like you said, they're being physical with Durant. They're not calling it all, especially in Boston. I think he'll get a whistle tomorrow. I think the Nets will get the whistle. It's just human nature. You know, they're down 2-0. They're home. Yep. You can't be as physical on the road. Uh, I would think the Nets bounce back and win game three. I would probably favor him in game four. And I think game four is where a lot of these series turn where it's 2-1. If the team that's behind ties it up, we're looking for a seven gamer. If the team that's up 2-1 wins, they probably close it in five. I think we're headed towards seven still. And uh, I really hope it goes seven because this is a lot of fun. The Kyrie rivalry, Durant, you know, Boston, New York. Uh, I hope it goes seven. I still kind of think it does go seven. And I do think the Nets win tomorrow. Uh, One thing about Durant, I mean, He's one of the, I don't know, 10 or 15 best players of all time. Yeah. Should he get a little strong? Should he spend a little time in the weight room? I know these guys, as they get older, they like to shed a little weight and be a little lighter. And he's had some lower, you know, lower leg injuries, lower body injuries. He just looks a little frail. Like you can't boss, Le- you can't, you know, bully LeBron around like that physically. LeBron will knock your teeth out. LeBron's too strong. You know, some of these guys. Uh, you know, you just can't be that physical with him, Durant, they're really physical with him, And he just doesn't have the physicality to sort of fight back.
0: I hear you, but I don't think, I don't think KD can physically put on uh, much muscle. Like yesterday. I mean, I think
1: anyone can put on muscle though. Again, you got to worry about, does it affect your athleticism? Does it slow you down? I mean, there's a reason he's, his body is the way it is. And I'm, you know, Yep. We're, I'm a, we're a couple of idiots on a podcast telling one of the 10 best players, you know, how his body yeah, should be just watching nuts, it, though. Right. I mean, it's like a receiver getting jammed off the line where he can't get off. He's just getting, you know, they're, they're so physical with him. He's just getting, you know, beat around every single possession. Again, I, I think he'll get the calls tomorrow more in Brooklyn, but just something I noticed. The,
0: the Kyrie fasting thing is something that needs to be factored in here, yeah. even when you're betting this game, the, the next couple games.
1: Why is he fasting again? I, I I know he's fasting. Ramadan. Okay. Okay.
0: And I just looked it up because I wasn't even sure. So, from what I see, Ramadan is until Sunday, May 1st. So, he has another nine days of trying to figure out how to play on an empty stomach. And when does he fast? Until the sun goes down, I believe. Okay. I believe. Interesting. Yeah. And this is what? Uh, what time is that game tomorrow? 7 30 so maybe he can eat right around game time i mean i may even be wrong with that no, i think I, you're right. I apologize to my ignorance but no, i think you're right yes yeah, it's, it's definitely something to think about yeah all right so we both like brooklyn uh the, the three in the hook is a little bit you know it, it could be a, a closer matchup but i i, I would lean with brooklyn Uh, Let's go to the the 10 p.m. Eastern time start Saturday night. Let's go to Memphis, Minnesota. Then we can wrap up game four, Sixers. Um, What a wild uh, game that
1: was last night, huh?
0: Oh, my goodness. Uh, Memphis now, Saturday night, the three-point road favorite, the total at 223. Minnesota, that was an an epic collapse. Which one? They were up
1: 20-something two different times. Unbelievable.
0: How do you do that? Yeah.
1: Uh, I have nothing on this game. I have no idea that series was – that That game was so weird last night. You know, the Minnesota home crowd is a factor. Uh, you'd have to worry about them being deflated. I guess I would lean towards Memphis. Uh, I'm afraid to lay three because that looks like a pretty even matchup, but that might be one last night where Memphis kind of broke their spirit. Uh, yep. That's a pass for me that's just been such a, a weird series. Although, I, you know, I, I think I was right on the first two games. Last night was just such a – a backbreaker for Minnesota. I would probably lead towards Memphis just because of the way they won last night. Uh, any thoughts for you in terms of this one? I, I probably won't be betting this one.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I would take Memphis because for the same reasons that you said, Will, this, that was a backbreaking loss. And you know Memphis comes back in game two and just stomps them. I, I think it's going to be really tough for Minnesota to, to play this team, this Memphis team, well for two straight games. Like, that game three was their chance to steal one now uh, and and continue to, uh, you know, push back the inevitable, I think, and and make it a long series. Now I think Memphis comes out in game four and wins relatively easily and and takes that big 3-1 series lead. So I'd go Memphis. Yeah, I think
1: they're winning the series regardless now, whether it's five or six. I don't don't think Minnesota's got much of a chance in the series, and I don't think it's going seven. But, again, that's been such a strange series. I mean, that... They were up what 26 middle third quarter, and that was just, boy, you know, 26 point lead. Sometimes like the Philly, uh, the Philly-Toronto game, it takes a while to chip away the lead, and you just you know chip away, get it to eight, get it to four. Memphis just that game was tied before you could blink. Really strange, really an epic meltdown by the T-Wolves.
0: One more game, uh, and it's the first game of the Saturday slate, but this is where we'll end with for a preview in the next couple of days, NBA. Sixers-Raptors, Sixers now 3-0 series lead. I'm the most surprised that this is the series that's, that's 3-0 at the moment. Sixers are three-point road favorites. Money line, minus 143 for the Sixers, plus 120 for Toronto. The total, two thirteen and a half. and um, I, I like the 76ers. To, uh, to close this series out. I don't love them at minus three. Like, Here's my thoughts, and I told this to you before we started recording. I think that is such a demoralizing loss yeah. for Toronto that I don't know how they bounce back now, just staring an 0-3 deficit you know, down the barrel, if you will. Uh, no team has ever come back from a 3-0 hole. It's going to be really tough for them, I think, to to figure out a way to get a win. Now they are at home. The crowd's behind them. They are desperate. Would I be shocked? Absolutely not. But if you're the 76ers, you got to end this thing. Like, don't, don't drag it on. Don't even give them an opportunity to steal a win back in Philadelphia for game five if they steal one tomorrow. So I'm staying away from the spread. I took the under uh, last game and it hit relatively easily. I still like the under. This has just been a, a physical series.
1: Wow. It hit the un- I didn't pay attention to that. The under hit, even with it going to overtime. Yeah, two sixteen and a half. What did it land on? Two o five. Wow. 104, 101. Wow, that's that's a hell of a, that's a hell of a pick. When you bet the under, it goes to overtime and you still cash. Crazy, you, yeah, it really is. I would lean Philly. I generally don't love getting involved in a game where it's a three o series just because. The team down 3-0, like you said, could be demoralized. But the team up 3-0 could say, you know what, we know it's over, whether we win it in game four or game five. We don't have to worry about it. So you could see you could see it going that way also. So I usually don't bet at least too big on the team uh, on a series when it's 3 0. I would lean towards the team that's leading 3 0 just because, like you said, I think it's a foregone conclusion. I think Philly's kind of established their dominance here. And um, they could use the rest too. Like let him be let uh, let Harden recharge his batteries. Uh, I think we've seen some of these older guys really benefit from the week off. You know, Al Horford having big games, some of these guys uh, on Chicago uh, played really well. I think you know, you can play in the regular season, it's just such a grind. You know, two three games a week. You know, sometimes back to backs. The playoffs having a week off like this, I think is has helped some of these guys. So uh, I would lean Philly here. Wouldn't be shocked if Toronto beat them, but I, I would certainly lean towards the Sixers. And oh, man, I just can't wait for Sixers. He that would be uh that's going to be a fun one.
0: Ah, uh, it's gonna be yeah. Buckle up, buckle up. Th- this playoffs, man. This entire postseason is awesome, absolutely awesome. And Philly, the way they
1: maneuvered it, it went well. They avoided the Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Boston side of the bracket. You know, everyone picked Toronto. Toronto wasn't as you know as dangerous as everyone thought. And now you get Miami in round two. Which look, they're a good team. They're the one seed. But uh, I think my, I think Philly. Uh, Did well kind of maneuvering, you know, who they play in the first two rounds. And look, you're going to have to deal with somebody if you make it to the conference finals. But, you know, the side of their bracket they're on, I think, is pretty favorable. All
0: right, man. Good stuff. Uh, Previewing all the games Friday, all the games Saturday in the NBA postseason. Any baseball thoughts you want to get to? I think the Yankees are off today, if I'm not mistaken. No, Yankees
1: are playing, unfortunately. They are just the most dreadful (sighs) team to watch. They can't hit. They got nobody all in the winter. The, the offense is just brutal. They've actually pitched pretty well. Uh, I've actually been watching the Mets more. The Mets have a little juice now. The Mets have a little magic.
0: They've played pretty
1: well. Um, yeah, I think the Yankees play the Guardians tonight. I think, right?
0: I don't know. I'm just looking at the Bett Rivers wagering menu. I don't see Usually it. Usually, don't but have that a Friday off playing.
1: Usually, you don't. They're have They're off. You
0: said. Is today
1: the twenty second? Yeah, they play. They played tonight against Cleveland. They might. The line might not be up because of the pitchers might not be. Set yeah, but they played 7 against uh against Cleveland, the Guardians. The seven and the five Guardians. Guardians. Well, I didn't know they were seven and five. Okay. Uh Mets have played right. well. Um, Yanks, Yanks have been okay. I know the Phillies haven't started well. They what six and nine, something like that?
0: Yeah. Um they were five and eight. No, they're five and eight. Okay. Five and eight. After yeah. 13 days. They played 13 games in 13 days to start the season uh first day off was yesterday they play the they start a series against the milwaukee brewers now tonight at home in philly the next three days yeah i think but, they play in the afternoon i think i saw that they have they've been disappointing the, the phillies play at 705 tonight what's going um, on
1: what's wrong with them i know wheeler his velocity was down a little Noah hasn't been great what's uh is it the pitching
0: the pitching, I, I know as a staff, they're like a, a 5.3 ERA. So the starting rotation has not been good. Nola's just been Nola. I mean, he has been a roller coaster ride since that, uh, you know, Cy Young year. He didn't win the Cy Young, but he was he was in contention for it back in 2017, and since then he's just been up and down from start to start. You don't know what you're going to expect from Aaron Nola. Uh, Wheeler, he's still working back his shoulder soreness. Suarez is on the uh the mound tonight. He's their most reliable starter, which is not a good thing. Um yeah. defense is an issue, bullpen has been a little bit shaky, and the offense has been har- has been horrible. I mean, overall, they've been horrible. How do they like Girardi in Philly? He's he's already tinkering with the lineup like yeah. a couple days ago. Well, Sunday now, you know, five days ago, like he put Schwarber in the five hole uh he JT Riamuto was leading off he moved Harper from the third spot which I don't think you should ever do he was batting second and that felt like a a little bit of like a panic button type of like decision to like why are you tinkering with the lineup on April 15th you know what I mean what's this his third year with Philly yeah if it doesn't
1: go well I'm not like locked into that situation but just knowing the Philly fans, the Philly as yep. a sports town, Girardi can be a prickly personality. You know he's very uptight. Uh, yep. You know he's not the friendliest guy. He's not. He can be, like I said, just a little uptight. I I could see that not going well. I could see him not coming back for a fourth season if they're like under 500. They miss the playoffs because that that could get testy. If, you know they had high expectations. They signed Schwarber. They spent a lot of money. Uh, I could see him paying the price if if this season doesn't go well.
0: 180 million dollar infusion yeah. to their lineup with Castellanos and Schwarber you bring in Kniebel I mean the excuses aren't as uh glaring as they were in his first two seasons so so I agree they got a big win in Colorado on Wednesday to avoid the sweep yeah I watched a little
1: bit uh, a little bit of that game I think what Camargo hit a big homer and uh they put up yeah, some runs for five yeah still still early I mean we've, it's crazy they play so many so many baseball games but uh, Mets already have like a four or five game lead in the loss column on some of those teams. I think the Mets are pretty good. If they ever got DeGrom back, I think the Mets, you know, I don't think anybody's on par with the Dodgers, but the Mets could be a really, really good team if you add DeGrom into this mix.
0: Uh updated odds in the NL Lease before we say goodbye. Braves right now at Bet Rivers, your odds on favorite still at plus one thirty-five. The Mets are tied. Plus one thirty-five odds wise. Phillies four to one. Um I still like the Phillies at four to one, but it's so damn early. It is. I just, like
1: you said, I don't know if they have enough pitching in the Mets. The one thing they do, they have pitch, they have arms every day. Yeah. Carrasco's pitched pretty well. Scherzer's been Scherzer, you know, not been dominant, but he's been really good. Uh, you know, McGill's throwing the ball well for him. Bassett's pretty good. That's, that's a pretty good pitching staff. And like you said, it's early, but you can still kind of get the temperature for these teams where you're watching them every day for a couple of weeks and you just, you know, you get a feel for the pitching staff. You get a feel for everything. So. Um, like like Tampa's one where they won 100 games last year and just following the odds every day where you wake up and you check, you know, who's pitching. And Tampa's a team, you look at them and you're like, wait, who's pitching today? And they have a lot of those guys. So uh, that's one where I, I think, you know, early on is, is an indication that maybe they're not as good as, you know, people might think. But like you said, 10, 11 days, if these 10, 11 days happened in July or June, people wouldn't even notice, but they happened at the beginning of the season. So we all kind of try to draw conclusions from them.
0: All right, man. Good stuff. Uh, we'll uh, we'll see how the weekend goes in the NBA. We'll keep an eye, obviously, on the Mets, Phils, Yankees, and we'll uh, we'll do it again next week. Enjoyed it, right? Appreciate it, my man. I right, will have a good weekend, brother. See you. There it is. Will Hill. He's the man. Make sure you're uh, checking out the New York City cast that Will hosts. He's got you covered there up in New York. All things New York. Have a great weekend, everyone. Appreciate y'all listening and tuning in. As always, give me a follow at WiseRye on Twitter. And we have another episode we're going to put out. I I will put out a full preview episode of Game 4 Best Bets Player Props uh, dropping either late Friday night or first thing Saturday morning. So keep an eye out for that one. Uh, And in the meantime, have a great Friday, great rest of your weekend. I'll catch you on the next episode right here on the Philadelphia CityCast By Bet River Sportsbook.